Welcome to Shas Illuminated. Please enjoy the following shear. Ellie, who here knows what a trap game for the football fans? Not just football. What's a trap game? Maish, explain a trap game. Eyes on the next game. A trap game is in, in sports. If in two weeks you have a big rivalry game. Your team is playing like the big rival, so the tendency of a trap game is to overlook a game that's not such a big game. They're normal people, the athletes. Normal. I mean, they're people. I don't know how normal they are, but they're people. And there's a, there's a tendency of people. This can happen to the Waterbury Wolf Pack. can happen at the professional level. You're very geared up for something. You could overlook that which is on your plate now. So it's very interesting with these days. Somebody texts like, this Shabbos is important Shabbos. You have Yom Kippur, you have Sukkot. There's so many things. I always feel Sukkot gets very swallowed up in yeshivas because we're busy with, as we should be, Rosh Hashanah, Sarasim, Yom Kippur. And you come, I did not do a good job this year. Many years I pound Sukkot here in the yeshiva. I, maybe it's I'm getting more present and we're busy at Rosh Hashanah, Sarasim, Yom Kippur. So I don't know. And Sukkot, there's a, there's a Chag called Sukkot, one of the most joyous, not one, the most joyous time of the year. There's a Chag called Sukkot. We'll talk a little, we'll talk a little bit about it maybe today, maybe on Shabbos. We'll talk about, about Sukkot. It is something I want to think about. But it's funny, like when I talk about a trap game, there's so many things coming up. You don't want to lose Shabbos Shuvah. You don't want to lose Yom Kippur, Chas Shalom. So nothing, nothing should put away another thing. I want to ironically start with Erev Yom Kippur. Now I want to go there, even though it might look like a small halach. I want to learn a Gemara Brachas Chesmet Beis I want to keep it, and I want to talk. There's a deep thing there that that's talking to me this year that I want to share with you, Dubi, because I think there's a depth here. So what we're, we're going to come through a small, I don't want to say small, a little small. We're going to come through a halach of Erev Yom Kippur, the day of Erev Yom Kippur, Sunday, a behavior of Sunday, through that, a path in Tavayis Hashem. So I like, Maish, I want you to hear this. The Gemara in Brachas, Chesim and Beis, says as follows. There's a very f- famous Gemara, Chesim and Beis Brachas. It says, Tanalei Chiyab HaRav Medifti. Chiyab HaRav Medifti says as follows. Ksiv, the Pasuk says in Vayikra, V'inisem es nafshay seichem b'tishalachoydesh be'erev. On the ninth of the month of Tishrei, pain yourself in the evening. Now the problem is Yom Kippur is what day? Yeah. Tenth. Yom Kippur is the tenth. Even if I didn't know Hebrew dates, which we should know Hebrew dates, my wife's birthday is Ches Tishrei, so I don't forget these dates. So Yud Tishrei is Yom Kippur. Yud Tishrei. Rosh Hashanah is Rosh Chodesh Tishrei. And Yud Tishrei is Yom Kippur. And it says, pain yourself on the ninth in the evening. Now, don't get confused. You might say, well, the ninth day after, but the, remember in Jewish night before day, the evening of the ninth is the day before Yom Kippur. This year, the evening of the ninth would be Maitse Shabbos. And it says, pain yourself on the ninth in the evening. It's not the ninth, it's the tenth. You don't fast on the ninth in the evening. 
And you fast on the 10th. You don't fast on the 9th. Ella, says the Gemara, to teach you, if you eat and drink on the 9th, the Torah treats it as if you fasted on the 9th and the 10th. So when it says pain yourself on the 9th, it really means to eat. But if you eat, God treats it as if you fasted the 9th and the 10th. I have many questions. This Chazal blows my mind. I'm going to ask three questions right now, Mesh. But first, you hear what Chazal is saying? It says pain yourself on the 9th, Shmuley. The Gemara says we don't pain ourselves on the 9th, we pain ourselves on the 10th. Says the Gemara, if you eat on the 9th, Hashem treats it as if you fasted on the 9th and 10th. Mo, you hear this Gemara? Yeah. Clark, everybody, I want everybody to know the Gemara. The ini, say the Pasuk with me, the Inisem. Es Nashe Seichem. Go, we could even sing this. Es Nashe Seichem. Betisha Lachaydash. Ba'erev. Pain yourself on the ninth of the month in the evening. Pain yourself means fast. We don't fast on the ninth. When do we fast? On the tenth. Says Mark, you eat on the ninth, then I'll treat it like you fasted the ninth and the tenth. So what's the Torah ultimately saying? Eat on the ninth. Do you know there's a mitzvah d'araisa to eat there if you're kippur? Are you aware of that? All day. It's, it's one of the only, maybe the only day of the year in Mitzvah Tiro. Now somebody may say, Oynik Shabbos and Simchas Yantiv. Simchas Yantiv could be in many ways. Eating's one. Oynik Shabbos, by the way, if it's an Oynik Nati, don't eat. It's the only day you're supposed to eat. Eat and drink. They're very yeshivish guys who suck a candy all day. Because they want to be Mekayim. The Mitzvah's very yeshivish to suck a candy all day. They'll put candies all day, all day, all day, all day. It's a very, the Torah says to eat. It's the guy's eating the gansatug. Maish, I have, a few, I have three questions, Maish. First of all, why does God say eat? And he really meant, and, and he says, I'll treat it like you fasted. <laughs> why is eating, eat, I'll give you a mitzvah for eating. But eat and I'll treat it like you fasted? Why is it telling me to eat and I'll treat it like you fasted? Eat and you'll get schar for eating. What's this treating like you're fasting? I'm eating. Why treat it like... It what? It shows like how important it is. Why like a fast? Like a fast in Yom Kippur. Doesn't, it's funny. Chazal, if Chazal would say fasting Yom Kippur, you could relate how holy that is. It's funny. I treat it like you, you fasted. <laughs> What's the mile of fasting over eating? I treat it. It's a mitzvah. Why, it's such a weak, bizarre way of saying it. it's a holy mitzvah. If you if you if you eat, I'll give you schar for eating. God says eat, and it's treated like you fasted. What is that? Question one. Question two is much more delicate. Is this Fasemis's question? It says if you fast on the ninth, I treat it like you fasted the ninth and the tenth. I'll read the words. Hashem treats it. God treats it. Kilu shivas. You fast the ninth and the you don't need to treat it, do be that I fast the 9th and 10th. I really fast on the 10th. Treat it like I fasted on the 9th. The 10th, I'm really going to fast. Ask the Svasemis, why do you need to say if you eat on the 9th, I'll treat it like you fast the 9th and 10th? I fast on the 10th. I don't need to keep you on the 10th. What? Says, says Aaron Smilowitz, 
that if you fast the night, Sasema says this, I'll treat it that you fasted both days. What's happening? What's going on? <coughs> Tell me it's a mitzvah to eat on the ninth. If I eat on the ninth, I'll give you schar. No, I'll treat it that you fasted that day. And you fast the next day, even without fa- before you fast the next day. What is that? What's happening? Why is the eating of that day as if I fasted both days? That's weird. Question number two. Question number three is why in the world did God say pain yourself as a way of saying eating? Just weird. Just a weird It's a weird way. That means, because if you eat, I'll treat it like you fasted. I asked Stan, what does it mean I treat it like you fasted? Why talk that way? What's happening here? The bottom line, we'll leave it at two questions are good enough. What's happening here, Kevin? What's going on? God wants us to eat. He calls it painting ourselves. If you, if you eat, I'll treat it like you pain yourself both days. What's going on here? Let's, I want to do some work. I'm going to first, I like quoting before I give like, I have my own thoughts here and Torah works that way you're supposed to think. Weird thing you're supposed to think. I want to present my own thoughts, but I like coming. I want to share a shlakadish, a very important shlakadish that gives some clarity. But then I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a chiddush of mine, Ellie, that I want to share. You hear all the questions? I want you to get this clear. I'm not saying cute things. Chazala talking to me and you on Sunday. Do you know you have a mitzvah eat on Sunday? How did God tell you to eat by telling you to? Pain yourself in Erevim Kippur. What do you mean? If you eat, I'll give you schars if you pain yourself. What? <laughs> but that's like your pain is like you pain yourself both days. Strange. Yeah, Ellie? Now watch this. Watch this. But I'm not saying avert. I'm not trying to say but I'm trying to listen to Hashem. I'm trying. I want to connect to something, Ellie. I want Yiddishkeit to mean something to me. What's happening? It's just weird commands do this. Now, by the way, and there, this is brought in Svarim. In some way, we're training a loyal Eved Hashem. So he tells me, eat, I eat. He tells me not to eat, I don't eat. There's a loyal Eved, whatever God, whatever you want. You're weird. Eat today, eat, don't eat tomorrow. There's a loyal Eved being formed there. Cool, but what's, what's going on? What, is he, what does Hashem do? What's happening here? Comes the Shla Kaddish. The Shla Kaddish says that Shuva is a very, very happy thing. You're supposed to do all mitzvahs besimcha. All mitzvahs. Now, tshuva should have a tremendous joy to it, Maish. should be a tremendous party. The problem is that, Yom Kippur, you're not allowed to eat. The problem is that tshuva also has a meriris, a sadness. Because I have regrets, I have charata. Tshuva contains an inherent meriris, sadness of what I should do, of how I messed up, of what I did or... But there's also tremendous simcha. I'm connecting to Hashem. It's a mitzvah. And every mitzvah needs a simcha. If every mitzvah needs a simcha, times a thousand this mitzvah of tshuva. Tshuva is a mitzvah. And tshuva gives me many mitzvahs. It turns, it turns Averis into mitzvahs. It fixes up. So I need, where's the simcha of tshuva? Says the Shlach Kaddish, a yid's supposed to eat and drink on Erev Yom Kippur on Sunday as the celebration simcha of the mitzvah of tshuva. Shlach Kaddish. The Helga Shlach Kaddish writes this. So he gives a context for the joy. <coughs> I have a big kasha on the Shlach, Maish, is eat and drink after Yom Kippur. 
If the point is the celebration of the mitzvah, so wait till you do it. Really, it should be while you're doing it. But okay, wait till I'm done. It's funny, I do, and I haven't done tshuva yet. Very interesting. I'm partying about a mitzvah I haven't done yet. I would suspect, now you could say, Kalish, if we did it after, you'd say, why not before? I hear, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm, not, I'm not asked as a bomb casher. My gut would be, makes more sense after, because I didn't do the mitzvah yet. I do the mitzvah, I should have the simcha now. Delayed, a delayed response, because I can't party yet. So, so might see him kipper, have big suddhas to celebrate the mitzvah. To get you into the mood of like so, Yassel says that it sets a tone. Simcha shel mitzvah. It's funny, during the mitzvah, there's a marirus, there's a sadness. I'm not sure if the tone is, is kept on with, with partying. But that, that's a question I would ask on the shla. I think when I, there's something that I feel here that will, that will answer this kasha of why it's not before and not after. But Lamaisa, the shla says that the eating and drinking is a shla kaddish says that the eating and drinking is celebrating the mitzvah of tshuva. That's the shlokos. The zayar, we asked before that it says pain yourself on the ninth. It says pain yourself. Pain yourself, and it really means eat? Why God talk like this? The zayar says, he says that it says, inisem esnashusechem, pain, plural, your souls. doesn't say your soul, but your souls, plural. The Zayar is mashma that on the ninth I eat and I pain my neshama, on the tenth I fast and I pain my guf. That's what the Zayar learns. So when God said pain yourself, he meant pain your soul and eat. The soul, the Messiah Sisham writes that our soul doesn't like this world. It's must, it's disgusting in this world. It's like, what are you doing? Like, it's just not satisfied. It's must, it's disgusting. What are you doing? What are you doing? The soul is disgusted in this world. Doesn't like this world. That's what the Zayar says. So it says, V'nisim esnafshet. The Messiah Shem quotes that the Nisham is moist in this world. So when it says, pain yourself the ninth, and it means eat, it means pain your soul. But the question is not answered. It helps me a little. So it said eat and it said pain myself. It means pain your soul. It's now pain your souls, the ninth and tenth. You pain your neshama by eating on the ninth. You pain your guf by fasting on the tenth. But God just wants to make sure everybody gets smacked. Now your soul is smacked, your body, what's happening? Now I want to share, I want to share another Gemara Baba Basra, which there are, I have found in Chesidish Svarim, speak about eating Erev Yom Kippur, and they bring this Gemara Baba Basra, and then I want to put everything together, my doobie. I want to put everything together, my own theory, that it resonates by me a lot this year. And I want to suggest, yo, something to the Chabra. In Chassidish Svarim bring, in Holy Svarim bring, that the eating Erev Yom Kippur, so far we have a shla, you're celebrating. You're celebrating tshuva. Nice. We have a Gemara Baba Basra as follows. Gemara Baba Basra Yud says the following thing. Darish Reb Destoyber Reb Yanni Reb Destoyber Reb Yanni Darish and Bavirei come and see Shaloi Kimis Kosh Baruch Mis Basvedam God is different than human beings. Midas Basvedam by the mid of Basarvedam a body and blood a person other maybe Dayer and Gadol Melech a person brings a gift to the king. Subik Mekablan I say men and Subikim Mekablan I say men. The king may take your gift, he may not. You can come with the biggest gift to the king. He may not be interested in you. I don't know. 
Even if he accepts it from you, you might not get to see him. Two things. A guy comes, he wants in with the king and he brings a gift. First, they may tell you, go get out of here. King doesn't want your gift. You come and then the king has a lot. He doesn't need you come with a lot. But he has he doesn't need your stuff. So something if he takes what you're offering. Even if he takes it, maybe he'll see maybe you want. You have two hopes. First of all, he accepts my gift, and then based on my gift, he actually willing to see me. You want an audience with the king. It's a double suffix. Because Baruch king says the Gemara Hashem's not that way. Adam Naisim Prutalani. If you give, you're not to give a gift to Hashem, take care of an ani. You're not to give a gift to God. Amazing, Gemara. Just for this, like worth it to be born. The Gemara is talking about giving a dayer in Lamelech. By an earthly king, you bring a gift. He may take it, he may not. And even if he takes it, he might see you, he might not. God will for sure take your gift to him. What's your gift to him? Be good to Yidin. Adam, nice put lani. That's the... Gift the dairin to the Melech Gadol Tashem. Amazing, amazing. The Svarim all bring that the Iker Kavana during Tkiya Shafer is to love all Yidin. All the Svarim bring that. That's like straight through. People ask, what should be my Kavana Tkiya Shafer? Love Yidin. A gift to the Melech is I love your, is I want your Melech. I love your Am. I love your people. So the dairin the Melech's Adam Naisim Prutalani give a penny to a poor person. He'll take your gift and he'll see you. Shenemir brings a pasuk and tell him, "Vani b'tzedek echsepanecha with staka echsepanecha." I merit to see God. Vani b'tzedek. David Amel says, "Ami with staka echsepanecha." I get to get gaze upon your countenance. I see your face. So David Amelach says that when you give staka, you get to see Hashem. Rebbe Lazar. Rabbi Lazar therefore had a custom. This is brought in halacha. There are people that do this. He would give money to tzedak and then he would pray. Rabbi Lazar had this. It's brought in halacha. Rabbi Lazar, I can you tell me where is brought halacha? I can't see the base. Where does it say there? Torsha Chalach, where? Yadal Tzasimin Rishmam Tess. I like to see that, but it says I have to look that up. But it's brought la lacha. Rebbe Lazar used to give a penny to tzedakah pruta laani and then hader matzli. Why? Because the pasuk in Tillin, it says vani b'tzedek echse panecha. When I give tzedakah, I see your face. Maish says in Svarim Akdashim that the reason we eat ervium kipper is what's a schus to see Hashem give money to an ani. We take care of our guf. The main chesed is to yourself. So in order to see Hashem, we give tzedakah to our bodies. Now, Maish, that sounds like a world of narcissism. <laughs> Says the Svarim Akhtoshim, we eat and drink Erev Yom Kippur, so we do good to our body, Shmuel, and then we come in and we see Hashem, we want to see Hashem. So in order to see Hashem, we take care of our body, Mashi. I think that creates more mysteries than it solves. What's going on? What's going on? Okay, let me give a little stuck air of Kippur. I want to see Hashem. I want to give a Dari Lamelch. I take care of my body. I see Hashem. What's happening? 
I want to say a theory. I don't know I'm right, Maish. Shlomo, I don't... Everything I said till now was Gemaras, two Gemaras, Shlomo HaKadosh, Chesedosh Hasvarim, good to go. I want to say something, Eli, that I want to put you here, like you hear what's going on. I'd like to share something that I've seen. I told the guys in the dorm, I have heard many a time, many, that guys will say to me, Rebbe, I want to be from one day, I want to be modern Orthodox. That always interests me. The yeshiva, I don't talk about brands of from I'm not. I'm not a very brand type of guy. I don't know. We charedim tzioinim mizrachi chasidish litvish. I always say us chasidim, us litvak. We're yidden. I don't know. We're, today we're zayichim. We have all different forces. So it's not spoken a lot about a brand. If you go around the dorms, there's a lot of lines. I want to be Rebbe. I want to be modern Orthodox. And like, I was very curious, what's the guy saying? Like, what's he trying to express to me? I'm like, oh, I always like, I'm like polite about it. Oh, great. <laughs> what's he saying, Ellie? And I've heard this a lot. I dare say dozens of times. I don't think it's an exaggeration of dozens of times. What are they expressing? Why is the guy saying that? One thing I'll tell you, Maish, when he whispers, I plan on being from, that voice deep in his soul doesn't say, modern orthodoxy. It doesn't say a brand. I don't think that voice inside cares what he calls it. Saying, I want Hashem. I think the guy is a kasha. He has a voice inside mode that says, I want Hashem. <coughs> but he has a kasha. He's good looking. He's charismatic. So his answer to a kasha is modern orthodoxy. That's what he, He's saying that as an expression. He has a kasha. I want to say like this, much. I think a huge source of sin is we have many parts of ourselves that are not, we don't have an expression for in the world of service of Hashem. And so rebels and expresses with Averis. I speak about the talker in shul. The guy who talks in shul always is the holiest guy in the room, always. They're the nicest people. The big time talkers in shul always are givers, the big time talker in shul should always be on Atzala because they love Yidin. And they're willing to do anything. And sometimes you'll find that guy's Atzala member. They're energetic. They have great kaychus and they like people. And they're going around shul talking. Now they shouldn't talk in shul. But the underlying energy that they have is very, very powerful. Maish, I think a big task of tshuva is to recognize that there's a place for all my parts. A guy's good looking, there's a place in Avayi Hashem, charismatic, a good athlete, a good musician. All his talents have an expression and a place in Avayi Hashem. And visualizing and seeing a robust me serving Hashem with all my talents with all my personality, with all my skills serving Hashem, is a big part of tshuva. I have a picture how all my parts could be in. A matter of fact, the chaymer of chet is because it was misused. There was a place for that thing. There was a deep place. There was a deep place. A person's running after taiva. There's a deep place for connection. I, I, I crave connection. He should form connections. There's deep places for all his parts in Avodah Hashem. What I want to suggest, Dubi and Eli, I want to suggest as follows. The day before Yom Kippur, 
We're trying to bring all our parts into Avaidus Hashem. There's a mitzvah, feed your body. Now, what, what do we mean when we say Simcha Shal Mitzvah? What does that mean? <laughs> I love mitzvahs. What is Simcha Shal Mitzvah? What are we talking about? What's Simcha Shal Mitzvah? What does it mean even? It's, it's funny to say the words. We're punished. All the punishments are Tachas Hashem Le'yavadas Hashem Le'kecha B'Simcha V'Tov Le'yavad. What's Simcha Shal Mitzvah? What is that? Do you know the difference in... If, you, if you're into American politics, never seen a king and a president is cool. We don't have kings, we have presidents. You know one of the basic difference? A king acts unilaterally. He decides and he does. A president has to build consensus. He can't do anything. He has a senate, he has a congress. The job of a president is to build consensus. It's so cool that our only example of leadership today is a president. And us in the Western world, maybe somebody lives in Russia, sees somebody who there's an enemy of the king, bang, he's dead. So they see maybe, we don't have an experience with that. In our world, what we have an experience in the Western world is a president to build consensus. The job of the neshama that craves Hashem is I have many parts, is to give a place, a space, an idea for all his parts. All his parts fit in a world of Avodah Hashem. Nothing, the guy is a cunning businessman, excellent. There's such a picture of that in a servant of Hashem that's like huge. I could see a place, a God-fearing guy who's making good money, any robust, healthy service of Hashem is somebody supporting the whole thing. Guy's a huge businessman, huge. There's a place in Avodah Hashem, a deep and profound place. I say it, I'm really being shallow when I describe the guy can do, a guy's a good athlete and he can do Kirov because people think he's cool it's really much deeper than if he'd be the only person in the world I suspect even if he couldn't make money there's a shirish of his talent that's very very deep and very godly there's a shirish of his talent but I want to suggest that the eating and drinking Eli Ervim Kipper that it says Eichel B'Shaysa and that simcha shel mitzvah, the simcha means that all his parts accept this and want this. That I'm, I'm in. I'm in. I'm comfortable here. All my parts, I have created like a, a consensus here. I have brought myself to the service. And that he's b'simcha. He's not fighting self. He doesn't have parts that are left out of the equation. All his self is like, is, 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 is involved in this. Could it be that the, before, we, before we engage, there's a day we ask the body to step aside for the soul? That's on Yom Kippur, the body steps aside, that the body has to know that all their parts are welcome in the service. And before you ask the body to step aside, the soul steps aside for the body and takes care of the body. We discussed the Gemara Bavavasa that you give to the Ani, a pruta before, and then you see Hashem, the soul who's in charge says, body, I want to take care of you. And tomorrow, we're going we're we're to think about the soul and the body happily, Simcha Shel Mitzvah steps aside because the body knows it's going to be listened to and focused on and well taken care of and has a place and an importance here. So before you ask... I want to claim, Aaron, that's why it says if you eat, it's as if you fasted both days. In a certain way, you can fast on Yom Kippur and it's not the fast Hashem wants. You beat down your body. You say, behave. Shut up. You know, you tell your body aggressive things. So you fasted. The body will rebel against that. 
because there's no place for it. The body will rebel. The body will rebel. If you just say, knock it off, aggressive, let's go, you beat it up, you act like a king, the body will rebel, by the way. There's no place for you. So you could fast on Assyria, and it's not what Hashem wanted. Hashem wanted there's a place for that part too. When you eat and drink on the ninth, I treat it as you fasted both days, means. And we ask, why that expression, it's like you fasted both days? It means that even when the body was well taken care of, it's subjugated. What's the underlying sight of a fast? What's the underlying sight of the fast? Is the body was humbled to the soul. If you eat and drink and take care of your body, I treat it like you fasted two days, means that even when the body's focused on, but it's humble to the soul, it's not focused on as a melech, it knows its place. So I treat it like you fasted both days. Even the body being taken care of, but it's not the boss and pushing around your soul, it's subjugated. And purposely before, the body is brought in, eat and drink, it's a mitzvah. And that deeply is simcha shal mitzvah, the simcha of tshuva that my whole experience is included. It's not just maishin dubi, a cute vert. It's not a cute, okay, nice idea. So what do I do with this? I think there's a very practical task to be in the tshuva process. I think we're very busy, Shmuel, beating ourselves up. How do I do that? Why do I always do that? I think finding shrushim roots of ourselves and how all our parts are relevant to Avedis Hashem and visualizing a picture of such, a robust me with all my parts serving. The kasha that every thinker has. I have a soul that wants and I have parts, but there's a world where all my parts are engaged in this. There's a place and a space for all my parts is part of the task of Chova. From that place that all the parts of me are welcome here and wanted and necessary in the life of the servant of service of Hashem, and I bring all my parts. That is expressed, whoever eats and drinks, take care of your body. Take care, bring all your parts. Acknowledge the place and the need. and the Perhaps, perhaps that's the Eichel V'Shoyseh Be'er V'Yom Kippur. That allows all our parts to come and join in, 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 in the service of Hashem. I like that after Yom Kippur, we enter the sukkah called Gufi Vinishmasi. My body and my soul together enters the sukkah, the embrace of Hashem. All my parts, and a chag that's the Samachta B'chagecha, tremendous joy of the Shlemus, of all his parts are wanted and welcome and invited here. That's the, that probably is the tshuva that brings his whole essence into the Chag. That's what I want to suggest of Eichel B'Shoyse Be'erv Yom Kippur. It's rather amazing. It's rather amazing. Yom Kippur, people are thinking about flaws and faults and, and tshuva. And we are being mischarit and all of a sudden we're asked to pause and eat and drink and make a celebration. That there was a place, Lagufi, the guf which seems to have rebelled in all thoughts of tshuva, my guf seems to have acted out. I think there's a deep place to say there's a place for you. Eat and drink, and it's a mitzvah in the drink. Take your bodily desires, your wants, your temptation as a mitzvah for that. Bring it in, Tavoy de Sashem. Find its place. 
And with that way, go into Yom Kippur, with your body knowing it as a place, it has a role, it has an active role, that itself is the Simcha Shal Mitzvah of Tshuva, that my entirety is welcome and wanted here. Maish, does that make sense? It's an approach to whole Avodah Hashem. An Avodah Hashem that's not the battle against oneself, the great fight with oneself. Ah, oh, take this body and... No, it's the consensus, the whole experience of the person that's wanted, that's welcome, that's here, that belongs here and fits. It's the opposite of an aggressive type of assault on self. And on the holiest day of the year, we're going Lufnei Hashem. It's so cool that entering Lufnei Hashem, you'd almost would say, you'd almost think the visual I have is if there was like a very, very important luminary coming to Yeshiva, or parents are coming, and you would hide Bachram, you don't well represent the Yeshiva. Eli, you would hide it. He's not wearing a yarmulke. Okay, excuse me. Parents are coming. I'm asking that everybody put it on a yarmulke. If you're not... How about if you tell... I would hear Yom Kippur is coming, like hide the body, like this is not your... No. You Now you're going to prepare for Yom Kippur, eat and drink. All our parts are welcome, are, are, are brought into the day of Lufnei Hashem. They all have a relevance in the experience, Lufnei Hashem, all our parts. Not like the lowly body, that. And it's funny that on the ninth day, the soul first takes a seat. That's the preparation for Yom Kippur. Pain your soul and let the body have a space. And the answer is all my parts are coming Yom Kippur. It's so cool that all my parts are welcome. And Erev Yom Kippur, the body sits down to a nice suit of what's coming tomorrow. The body, you're the cause of all my problems. I'm going to fast on Yom Kippur. I'm going to subjugate you. I'm going to push you away. You're the cause of all my problems. You ran after this. You did that. All my problems, the body, no. No, there's a place and a space for you. Eat and drink, body. And by the way, it's a mitzvah. By the way, it's not just a mitzvah, it's the mitzvah that's going to usher in Yom Kippur. So that says to me there's a place, there's a space for all my parts to be chal, to have a place in the, in the service of Hashem, all my parts. Of course, it's dominated by the soul, it's controlled, it's, it's the number, the deepest place in me is the part that, the, the, the part that just wants Hashem. But the other parts have a tremendous place in Avodah Hashem. It's interesting that it says that eating on Erev Yom Kippur is mechaper for all the eatings that we missed. You didn't have Malav Malka during the year. Big chay. You didn't have Malav Malka. You didn't have a Suda Shabbos. You didn't have Rosh Chodesh Suda. And it says the eating and drinking Erev Yom Kippur is mechaven, is mechaper for all the bad times a person wasn't Eichel during the year when he was Piosnu. To me, there's something so deep there that Erev Yom Kippur, I'm told, there was a place for my eating. You know why he did that virus? He had no space for his goof. There was a big space for his goof. There was a big space for all his worldly wants. They all have a big space. God designed a good world. There was a space for his Avayda Sashem. You have been listening to a shear from shasilluminated.org. For other shearim on many topics, or to hear an eon shear on any daf in shas, including Mara Mekaylis on each shear, please visit www.shasilluminated.org. To order CDs or for more information, please call 
203-312 Shas. That's 203-312-7427 or email info at shasilluminated.org.